0: Very Welcome to this week's episode of The Clash Act with myself, Eddie Scally in the hot seat and I'm delighted to be joined by current Camogie Player of the Year, Denise Gall. Denise, you're very welcome.
1: Thanks, Eddie. Thanks for having me.
0: You're brave enough coming in here to do this podcast with me, Denise.
1: <laughs> sure not. Better to be out these times anyway.
0: Oh, but Denise, um, and we'll come back to it in a while, but like, it's just been a remarkable year for Kilkenny Camogie and for yourself um, as well, you know, to be crowned, um, you know, the Players Player of the Year. It must be... A lovely feeling to be awarded that.
1: Ah, uh, sure I suppose it is but that uh, doesn't mean much to me now in fairness just was happy enough to win win the match uh, I think most people would be in fairness after the few years we put in so I uh, look that was the biggest thing out of the year but I uh, suppose everything else is a bonus it's probably be nicer I suppose when you retire and look back on things like that rather than now I suppose so.
0: yeah no no 100% not not too many of us yeah. uh, I definitely will never win <laughs> male or female right? <laughs> worry about? It, so I don't know what it's like but uh, you're very modest but I want to try and take you back a little bit you're you're 30 years of age now um, I want to kind of just come back to say 5 year old or 6 year old Denise Gall and where did the Komogi start for you like uh, you, you know I'm sure you won't vividly remember how you <laughs> got into it but like do you remember you know, when you pick, first picked up a, a hurl and when you started getting going?
1: Um, she's a uh, long time. I actually grew up in Kilkenny there in Glendine Heights. So I started off Old Auckland until I was about 17, I think, I hurled at Old Auckland. So I probably just, uh, I suppose my father would have always been mad into hurling and he would have played up in Dublin himself and with Carrick Shock and the Borough. So um, it was probably him... So I got it from, I don't know, I suppose my auntie would have played with the Downies as well. So there was a bit there in the family. And I suppose uh, growing up in town, you're always out on the street. And I suppose my sister was down with the girls and I was up with the lads. So probably playing soccer or hurling any chance we got and probably just went from there then, I suppose. And
0: did you hone in on it? Like, like I I love seeing this I remember when I was in national school there was a girl in, in school with us um, she fabulous footballer I only remember from national school I don't yeah. know what she's doing now <laughs> with her I still remember her name Amy Hopkins but she was brilliant at football and at lunchtime in school the the, the lads would go out and play 15 on 15 in Gaelic football and it, there'd nearly be a row over who could get Amy Hopkins on the team because she'd go <laughs> midfield and she'd go to town on us You yeah. know. but did you find when you were younger at that age, I'm not gonna say were you a tomboy, but were you were you out there actually clattering into the lads and, and just getting stuck into it from a young age?
1: Oh, he's definitely a tomboy. I say it myself anyway, a hundred percent. But some old photos there now are bit questionable, but um, yeah, I suppose I was just thrown into it with the lads on the street, really. Um, I went to all-girls primary school, so I didn't have that, like, at lunchtime with the lads ranting, but I suppose that's where I kind of got it. I mean, we, there was a quarry at the end of the road there, and we used to go down, and I think we used to play hockey on a bit of cement down there for the most part. But yeah, it was just, I suppose, playing football and soccer, anything, anything at all out on the street, and I suppose we got a bit of toughness from it anyway.
0: And then, like, when you moved into secondary school... Um, which of the secondary schools did you go to?
1: I went to Callan so I moved out. we moved house um, when I was about 16 so I started I always went to secondary school out there we had land bought so we just didn't move into the house until I suppose 5 or 6 years after we bought it so I was always out in secondary school out there so I would have been friendly enough with most people most of my friends would have been from Gap. say when I got to that age so that's kind of how I suppose kind of got dragged out there then And,
0: and, and in secondary school you know you would have been playing Camogie quite a bit anyway, but yeah. like with the school and then with your club, um, and then obviously like what was your first taste of hurling with, with, with or Camogie with the with the county team? Was it under sixteen, minor under fourteen? When did um, you get your first goal at it?
1: Probably under fourteen, I would have say it's hard to remember now, but I don't think there was any I think there could have been Leinster competitions under fourteen, there wasn't any All Irelands say but then probably really remember under 16s up really is where it would have kind of kicked off and I suppose with the school and a lot of us would have played together in the county as well so we're lucky enough with the school it was good good team and good trainer Noel O'Driscoll who used to play with Cork Uncle Kenny sure she'd be good friends with the Downies she kind of she trained us out there so it was good to learn off.
0: And how did you find it's kind of there's two sides to this question the first one I'm going to ask is like you're quite successful in your own personal career so you're, you're, you're doing very well so obviously education was something you worked hard at as long as with your sport but but how did you find say a leave cert year kind of working with your leaving cert did, did you put the Sport to the background for a while, or did you continue going with it? You, like you know, yeah. coming up to leaving certain weeks and things um, like that, or what way did you go?
1: No, we kind of kept going. I suppose it's a bit different now. You notice girls who are doing leaving, they probably take the time off like before. But I know there was a few of us, like myself and Kate McDonald from Thomastown, would have been in my class in school. And the two of us ran on the senior team at, when we were doing our leaving cert. So I think we trained. I, t- I think we even trained through the leaving, like it was. I don't know. It was just kind of an early break from the study in a way, but look, it's probably a bit different now. People are probably under more pressure to do well or that than, than maybe we are, So
0: you see, like it's it's something like I I find myself. I coach I coach a men's team at the moment, yeah. and I know even now some of my players even in lockdown, I, like we're sending work to the lads and we've different things. We've a Zoom meeting on a Tuesday night mm. where we do virtually train together. Yeah, the boys doing the leaving cert can't dial in on a Tuesday night now this drives me bananas Um, it's what month is it March and the lads are telling me that they can't because they're studying for the Leaving Cert like I don't think the Leaving Cert was any harder when I sat it and I don't think there was any more pressure I don't think it was when you sat it Um, and now you're looking at say some of the girls or the lads that are playing at minor level Yeah. like do, do, do you not think that maybe the parents rather than the exams getting harder are the parents putting more pressure on the kids would the parents be better off like you you said something there you said it was an outlet
1: yes, for definitely. you to actually
0: go and get away from the books for a while and yeah. the fresh air an outlet
1: and an excuse probably so. <coughs> but,
0: but is it not something that you know I'm not asking you to pontificate to mums and dads all <laughs> over the country and tell them how they should be rearing their kids but it didn't do you any harm no. and do you, do you not think maybe the parents should should look at that and maybe the schools even as well and encourage the parents to let the kids keep playing
1: yeah it probably is a lot of I suppose probably a lot of pressure on people and leaving is probably from their parents or Maybe they think it's their parents, like, you know, to please their parents, I suppose. But, yeah, I don't know, it's strange, like, you would know it's the last few years now and people are doing leave and they won't be at training or, or you know, and, like, it's not bad on them, I suppose, it's just different time maybe and, I don't know, maybe whatever and I suppose there's a lot more pressure on young people these days than there probably was when we, like, we were younger anyway, so...
0: I'm way older yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to say <laughs> thanks very much you're very kind yeah. <laughs> but it's very good of you <laughs> to that one but, but then if you, if you take it when you go to college as well and this is yeah. kind of another one that I, I just want to get your own opinion on it like you went to college where? WIT so yeah. in WIT you would have been playing for WIT yeah you'd have been playing for Wine Gap yeah you'd have been playing for Kilkenny yeah so and and you were studying as well obviously <laughs> I hope to, yeah. 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 yeah so in the height of the season the, the Kilkenny Camogie team would come back training normally around December you'd mm. start getting your gym programmes right um, the the big championships in, in the colleges is February February yeah, yeah. so did, did 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 Anne and Angela or Brian or whoever was in charge at the time did they just say to you concentrate on the college there now for for three months or did you have to try and work um,
1: both like we it was it's <clears> probably <throat> different where you are I suppose we were in Waterford there was a lot of us like I lived with Katie and Colette Shelley Farrell And I suppose because we were in Waterford, we were kind of made go back during the week. But then the girls in Limerick obviously didn't have to travel back. But it's completely different now. The girls from everywhere have to travel. And it's funny, like I know people in Clare and they'd be in Waterford as well, maybe. And they wouldn't have to travel back. But maybe the Limerick girls would have to go back to club training or county training during the week just because they're closer, I suppose. So, yeah, I suppose we were kind of always going to college county. And then maybe like for three or four weeks before the Ashburn say we wouldn't have had to go to county train and watch her the minute it was over when you wanted a break. <laughs> you yeah, <laughs> you had to, to go back. back.
0: Like so. Yeah, and it's, it's it's see, this is another one that's like I don't know, I I I don't know how to strike the correct balance. Yeah. I you speak you speak to Richie Power, and he's had numerous injuries mm. and and really tough injuries through his career. I spoke to Eugene Clunan, his career ended at thirty. Like yeah. Like you you're thirty now. Uh, Eugene finished the 30 Richie finished the 30 31 mm. or 30 Yeah. Um. and then I spoke to John Mulhall last week and when I looked at Richie's playing career and I looked at Eugene's playing career there was a huge workload put on their bodies at the age of 17, 18, yeah. 19, 20 now I'm not drawing a direct parallel line and saying that's the reason but there was a huge workload on it and it's something you hear knocked about a lot is this player burnout mm. John Mulhall was quite dismissive of it and felt that when he was playing Fitzgibbons in his case he was playing with the county and he was Fitzgibbon in the club he just loved it and he said he couldn't get enough of it Eugene Clunan the same and Richie the same but like when you were doing it at that time like were you picking up knocks, or were you finding it were you finding it a, a very big strain On yourself or
1: uh, No To be honest I've probably blessed Like I've never touched wood Had like serious injury or, or I'd say The most I've missed Be maybe one train And like I, I don't know I, Like I'm probably Not the best Of looking after myself Either Like when I look At some of the girls And they be always Getting niggles And they be doing Everything like So like, in fairness, though, I agree with him, like, absolutely loved, like, college, however much, like, about the hurling, it was just the social side of it as well, like, and, do you know, it was, it was probably the best, most enjoyment we ever got from playing, really, and playing with girls from all over the country as well, so, I don't know, yeah, it's, it's probably a lot more emphasis put on burnout now, I suppose, maybe it's, like, a lot of things that might but it, be. But is, are these
0: things, like, are, are we creating problems that aren't there?
1: Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to know. Like,
0: like some. Let's yeah. let's take Denise Gall. Denise Gall played for her club, her county, and her Ashburn Cup team in Waterford. Mm. Did it fine, got through it, and then here I'm talking to you now, seven, eight years later, and you're the Camogie Players Player of the Year. Yeah. John Mulhall's point was that about one percent of the players will end up being affected by player burnout. Yeah, but by Molly Codland them, we're going to bur- bury ninety nine percent of the players that'll never be affected.
1: by I know. It. Yes, yeah, true. Like I'd say, yeah, there's probably just a lot more emphasis put on a lot of things now. I think like yeah, maybe it is a bit of mollycoddling or whatever. Like you know, if you don't want to say it, but maybe but, yeah. But
0: when you see when you see the county training now, like we we had one or two players in Wexford, and I used to just love it when they came back to training. Yeah, the Owler. Girls, we'd have to give them a little bit of a break because yeah, they were just yeah. consistently winning the All Ireland every year. So, and then we had to be really nice to them when yeah. they came back because they were quite important to the team. But the two Lacey sisters, I noticed when they came back to training, there was a cut to training instantly. If you dilly dallied on a ball, Bomber Lacey would have you stretchered <laughs> off the field. There was it was just I chaos stuff that, and yeah. super super yeah. person, super yeah. attitude, but. Didn't suffer fools gladly, and the only harder player I seen on a field in her was her sister Mary back at centre back, and but it was just when they came training. If you came training as a young girl coming in, and we said, "Oh, you have to go easy on Denise now because oh, Denise yes, was playing was. Ashburn Cup today." Denise wouldn't probably be about fifty-fifty chance that Denise would be carried off the training yeah. session. <laughs> like, would you now? If 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 we were back training with Kilkenny next week, and it's. And All-Ireland it's very early in the year so we're going to say April, May they're all in training and you see the Ashburn players coming back girls that are mm. 18 or 19 Like, there's a frustration because I know it'll happen that you look off the side of the field and there's some young one standing on the side of the pitch in a tracksuit who's not training tonight because she yeah. needs to rest because she played do, 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 do you not want to give them a bit of a shake and say here listen if we're going to win All-Ireland you're going to have to train
1: Yeah, I know, and it's it's funny, like, sometimes now the girls would want to train, and maybe they're told they're not to train as well, like, do you know, like, I don't think any of them standing there don't want to train, and, like... In fairness, at that age you're probably trying to make your space on the team as well. And like that's probably the one thing when you're playing Ashburn. It's kind of around the the league time as well. And do you know, you you kinda if you're a young player, you want to play the league matches to stand. Yeah, exactly. So like it is probably a bit on management side as well that they are trying to look after and it's it's understandable too, like, but yeah, I don't know, I suppose it's, it's a tough one, it's good, good like, point, really, but it probably is just the way, the way it's gone now. There's a lot more emphasis on, I suppose, all that side and like even the psychology and everything, whereas before it was, geez, you just had a bad game, you know. But,
0: but, I, I, I want to talk to you about the social side of the camogie in college, but before I get to it, it's just because you touched on the psychology side. Like You you strike me, and like I've spoken to you on the radio, yeah. and I've, I've seen you i would be a massive fan of of you as a player. There's no point in saying I'm not I think you're I think you're a fabulous player, and that's where the compliments end yeah, but but genuinely, I do but one thing I always got struck by yourself uh, Grace Walsh is another one that kind of stands out to me a little bit too, in the sense that you just seem uh, if you you couldn't be any more laid back, you know, so you don't strike me as the type of person that does get wound up or get really. I, I'd yeah. be shocked if I met you the day before an Ireland final and said, "Well, how are you looking?" I'd expect your answer to, "Yeah, Grant." Or, <laughs> yeah. You know, you, you don't. Do you do nerves like?
1: that? Uh, well, when I was younger, probably. I'm mean, probably. Do you know what? It actually, probably. I think when you're younger, you're looking at what other people are. I'm doing like if I was going up to a match when I was younger and I was in, and I was looked on the bus and people had all their earphones in and do you know I'd have to be like Jesus I may put <laughs> that mine in and say nothing whereas now it's kind of like you want to be having a bit of crack on the bus before the match and chatting I think we've all just as we've gotten older kind of understood what works for ourselves but like no, I I won't I won't get nervous anymore. To be honest, not that I'd nev- not be nervous, but like that. It I move, know what you're saying. It wouldn't overcome would, you, like yeah, exactly. I think I don't know. It comes a point where you just have to get on with it, like and yeah, I don't know. I would not read too much into things. To be honest with you, like um, like that. But yeah, sure.
0: And then just on the social side of it, because I know I know by looking at you anyway that I, I don't know if I'm <laughs> looking at you is the wrong way to put <laughs> what this, but <laughs> I I would say like the Fitzgibbon weekend the Sigersons, the Ashburns yeah. the way to do it over the weekend and all that I can only imagine the crack at that is just yeah. it's unparalleled it's probably is it the best crack ever?
1: oh it is yeah Jesus <laughs> yeah there's a few few stories now and I go get into, but um yeah, I know it. It is. It's it's real Crack. It's a pity now. In fairness, that they used to have banquets. I think for the Ashburn yeah. before, but that finished up now before I started college. So it would have been good, I crack, but probably for the right reasons, it, it was not going ahead. But um, I yeah. In fairness, it's just brilliant because like I suppose. You would all get on so well, and like even just having a chance to be with girls from other counties and getting to know them, like and, oh Usher sure, tis tis fairly carnish, alright. But, good but the, the
0: level the level of of Camogie at Ashburn, like I remember, I was asked before what I found the hardest playing. And I played yeah. at different levels with with county, and I played at different levels at my club and whatnot. But I remember the first time I played Sigerson's football with Alan I T like I went out onto a field and I kind of thought to myself you know I'm county minor here I love these guys I'll be teaching them but I got some shock when I realised that the other 15 players in front of me were all playing county for different you know
1: that's the thing you wouldn't realise like when you start but literally I suppose you're like anyone who's kind of going to college and wants to go play camogie and they're probably going to miss out on some social side of, co- like, you know, going out yeah. with their class or missing nights out or whatever. Like, you are going to want to be serious about the camogie to play, I suppose, or the hurling or whichever. So, oh yeah, like, Jesus, anyone you'd mark, you'd, they'd be playing county, like, and yeah, like, sure, I suppose when I started, it would have been, like, Ursula there and, like... She's like, do you know people you would idolise and like you'd be blown off the wall? Like, <laughs> you'd, like you'd, you'd be getting shocked like the first year. But um, yeah, it is probably the toughest. Like, and I suppose even the time of year it's played and everything, it's just tough going. Like, it's
0: real it, slogging. It, like. it really is. Yeah. And then, like, we, we always noticed it in training as well. I remember I'd said to one of the managers because I was just doing the training sessions and I said, there were two girls that came in and they were flying. Yeah. And I said to the lads, I said, Jesus, the two girls are brilliant. And he said, they're literally just finish playing Ashburn, they're about three months ahead. Yeah,
1: of yeah, yeah. Like, you know. <laughs> and would back. you see
0: it now with the with the young girls that are coming into the Kikenny setup I would, off the yeah
1: Jesus the, like the likes of Michelle Heen there and Eve Dealey like they're all playing Ashburn and do you know they'd be coming back in, that's it, they would go to a uh, pre season well not pre season, but like the, do you know they're they're we're only hitting pre season and they're coming in kind of flying it then so like it's great I suppose like but um I would know it's it all right but geez, yeah, it's it's I suppose like it's serious commitment like we used to when we played I think like down in Waterford we used to, I think, go off the beer, like, from Christmas until, until the end of February. Like, yeah, that's, I don't know, like, looking back, you'd be like, jeez, what yeah, we are we so doing? Like, well, I don't know, we just, we just had, like, and look, we, we won, I suppose, four in a row, I think, so probably paid off a bit, but, like.
0: But you, like, when you say that, like, <laughs> a lot of people will be shocked here. Oh, I you know, yeah. Full yeah. eight weeks.
1: Yeah, yeah, swear to God, every, every So, like, you're years? living in
0: college with a yeah. group of girls. You
1: see, I lived with the girls, and we all played, so, like,
0: yeah off to like all my
1: like close friends in college would have been come from Camogie so yeah. like so it was like
0: a little monastery yeah
1: I think first the first and second year I lived with a few the girls from home and like a few others and sure they used to be going out the whole time and I'd be there oh Jesus like, you know, and you know looking back you'd be like oh, what was he doing <laughs> like, I don't know it's probably just how into it we were at the time and did, you, did you find
0: it you must have found it awful hard the girls heading off to Ruby's or wherever they were going yeah <laughs> Ruby's that's the show. and, a <laughs> yeah. and, and you're, you're, left, you're left sitting at home watching I know we reruns oh, yeah. a fair city and home and away oh, in oh
1: Jesus I know yeah yeah no it's weird like, well, looking back you wouldn't have, it wouldn't have been any tougher I suppose we would have been well used to from playing county like we'd like miss loads of nights out or do you know I suppose being in fifth and sixth year we would have missed a lot, lot of time. like I think the Debs we'd all Ireland the week after our Debs so so couldn't even I it went like we couldn't even have a drink around at it so looking back you would miss I suppose a lot a lot of things over the years but but
0: like, when when you you won the four Ashburns, I, I, I would say there was a blowout after no, that then. there
1: was. It was probably dangerous in a way of <laughs> staying off the beer for so long. I'd say it didn't do us any good after. But, um, yeah, look, I suppose... And this, would you go
0: a hell for letter for a week then?
1: Oh, Jesus, sure. We I suppose we'd have to try and be back, uh, train on Wednesday. Or, or I think there are a few times now we were meant to go back Tuesday, but we... We didn't make like it back, like yeah. But what? that was another thing. We'd go back because we were in Waterford, but the girls around the country didn't have to go back. So you're we kind of like, oh. But um.
0: And like after you won the Ashburn, were you back training on the Tuesday?
1: Ah, uh, so usually the league started the weekend after so you would have had to go back well like we would have missed a few of the Tuesdays now after but we would have been back to Thursday or Friday all right after yeah
0: and was one of the downies involved
1: down yeah well she wasn't there it was actually Helena Jacob who would have been training right. say she trained when I was there for the four years and then Anne came in after that I think
0: so right
1: yeah so <laughs>
0: <laughs> at least you didn't have Anne yeah, I, well I
1: actually <laughs> went back to college because I studied business first so when I went back to college I was working for a couple of years then I went back and her Anne was there then so I had Anne for a year and then I didn't play in my second year of the second course because just wanted a break from it and then Tommy Tommy Shefflin would have been there then the next year so they are all down into it anyway but at that
0: stage you were like way too old to be going out with all them girls right oh jesus sure. i still had a,
1: still had a few nights <laughs> Yeah, i was too old but i still went the odd night so ah, sure look it's good and out. then
0: like because it's 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 just an, an interesting thing that you kind of touched on as well and like i see it with club teams and this like people want to you know aged say aged 21 to 30 mm. that's where you kind of a lot of people that aren't involved heavily in sport that's where they shape their lives they meet their yeah. their partner or their husband Mm-mm. or their wife or whatever it is they're going to do but elite athletes which you are you kind of sacrifice that um to a degree so if you take not this year now because obviously lockdown we were yeah. all elite athletes this year but <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: like you take in the in the in the years playing with like you you've been to a lot of All Ireland finals now whether you win them or lose them it's the commitment level that's expected of you up along them times so yeah. right the Leinster championships are really kind of a pre-season tournament in camogie it's not yeah. fair to say yeah
1: it is yeah I suppose there's not like yeah there's it's no not, really, not the toughest the no. come, I suppose
0: for but when you start when you start the group sections um, of the championships yeah. so you have your group maybe five games or four games in that yeah. group you obviously try to top your group so you can get into the semi-finals mm. as opposed to having yeah, to play a quarter-final yeah final.
1: it's very true yeah
0: but like, at what point, when when them group games are on, it, it, is, there a, is there a beer ban in place or is it just assumed, look, we're not going to drink now for the next six weeks and play these games or what way uh, does it work?
1: Uh, it's just kind of assumed. Like, I suppose the lads don't really say it or, like, maybe Anne would have said it a bit more than the lads, like, but um, it's not, yeah, I suppose it's just kind of assumed not to be going out and stuff, so... Look, I suppose for the sake of four weeks or that we usually get an eye out at the end of the group matches. Say so, like, <laughs> but, so like... but would you
0: go out then? Like, if so, the group games are finished. Yeah, you've topped the group, so you're not going to be playing for three weeks or four weeks. Yeah, so that's the Saturday you've went down. You've played mm. Wexford or whatever. Yeah. Do you plan it as a group then and the whole team go out on the rampage together or does it split off into small sets? <laughs> I or know.
1: In fairness, like, after the match, it kind of, say it, you know, everyone be going out. Or obviously, like, you'll be a bit closer with some girls on the team and other people will be with others, but we usually try and meet up, like... I suppose that's one thing, like... It's hard, it's hard like, to get a kind of bond and Like, some. in a way, the only... Not that it's the only way you can bond, but, like, going on a night out is probably going to do you know it really brings you together and it does like um, so you probably do need like even if that's the start of the year I think like ideally you'd want a night at the start of the year that to you get to know everyone get to know everyone like and sure everyone feels at ease then but like yeah know, usually we'd all we'd all get on great like in fairness like we're it's funny like even like I'd be friendly with a few from Cork and 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 that, uh, and I remember one of them said to me one time, she's like, I can't believe how much y'all like each other. Like, <laughs> 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 you know, like genuinely, like we all, I don't know whether it's just because we've been together so long and stuff, but like we are very close. Like, so even on Jesus, like even now, if I was going out, like, you know, we'd nearly all try and
0: meet up, bump
1: into th- each other during the yeah. night or meet up with a few or whatever. So, like, yeah, it's sure. a
0: core thing, though. They just don't like anybody.
1: I don't they, they like themselves. though. So. <laughs> <laughs> they better not hear that one. <laughs> no, no. but it's
0: it's it it, it, it is it, like like I know myself with with any of the teams. Like we'd always try and do whether it's like I remember going up to the Currow one time and doing a, a training day oh, for a yeah. day and then yeah. you've, you've done I that, think sure. oh, geez, it and was then, the worst day <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it was grand for us I was yeah, watching watching. It. Um, but, but then like literally we, we picked the hotel went back to the hotel yeah. had showers and then everybody just went on the beer and over the course of the night, everyone to get to know everyone, and it's exactly, and it's good crack, yeah, you know? Like
1: that's it sure. Like you always something to talk about, then like you know, after
0: someone, that, will, do wrong someone, someone wrong. will do something, someone do something.
1: Yeah. So once you're not the one doing something, you're fine. But. but
0: then, like you, you, you just imagine we've we've gotten straight to the semi-final. So yeah. now you've had your night out. There's a three-week plan now, right? So it's fully focused eye on the prize now.
1: Mm. You
0: win your semi-final, another night out then that night I assume you'd do something there's another uh, three yeah, week break usually
1: you'd have a three or four weeks and like it's you need a blowout I think when you're training so hard you do need to go out and even if you're ha- just having a couple or like that you know it's it just kind of takes the stress and like ever and off just. like
0: uh, like I, I, this is this is, where I'm coming on this because now don't get me wrong I'm not advocating everyone going on vendors <laughs> for the next six weeks but we'll go if they want for the crack but
1: yeah.
0: it's, <laughs> i seen seen that video over one of the Loch Geel or something like this it was on and it was an awfully manager there was a quote from an awfully manager in the 60s or 70s and did an all Ireland yeah. Final I don't know if you've ever well, seen they this do. Different times. your man said to him you know how much will it mean to these boys in that dressing room and this was them about to go out and play in the all Ireland yeah. Final and he said some of these lads have been off the beer all week um, yeah. you know, and, and I kinda of think it to myself, holy Christ, I you know. know. But but it's... is it is it something it's a G like this to me it's a real GEA thing yeah. that, you know, we're off the bear now for 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 six months or we're off the bear for three months or like I, I don't know who came up with the concept of
1: I know, yeah.
0: Why you should do that.
1: Yeah, and like yeah, it's true because I don't know, like I it would probably be one if I get a chance, I'll go out, but like some girls wouldn't, and they just would feel that it might like, affect your like, performance, yeah. But like, I like you know, now yourself, if you have a few drinks and you're not playing for three weekends, like you're not going to be, it's not going to make you play any worse, worse like. or better. No, like, but then I think I don't know, is it's like the first thing that managers can blame something on as well. Like, say, say you went out and you had a league match and the next week time or two weeks time and you play you like, like it's something for the manager then to kind it's of speak an at it. and say like, but, yeah, sometimes I I feel like that's kind of the way it was, but, I don't know, it's different times back then anyway.
0: I went to, I went to Crow Park to see Leinster playing Munster in a rugby Heineken Cup yeah. semi-final. Leinster, trounced them it was great um, and I was actually whoever got me the tickets was from Munster and I was stuck in the middle of a massive amount of Munster people Me with Leinster yeah. and I had a mate of mine who was not wearing any colours but was giving out to me for the whole match and wanting to do it but then Leinster gave them such a pound and yeah, it didn't matter were their slagging about. was grand but what happened was I went to um some pub in Dublin after the game there was a proper horror of a session was to be had <laughs> and I was going to be there but when I was in there having a few drinks now Leinster after winning the Heineken Cup semi-final yeah. so they're going to be playing the Heineken Cup final in Edinburgh in 14 days time and I was in Café Ancén in Dublin and we were drinking a few pints at the bar and next thing I looked and here was Brian O'Driscoll yeah, Sean O'Brien and about 7 or 8 yeah. other lads the whole pub opened it was like the messiahs had walked in, yeah. the lights on, and yeah. I said, I wonder what are these lads doing out and I knew they weren't going up to the bar to order coffees and teas. Yeah. And they went on a proper bender, and I remember seeing a picture in one of the papers the next day of Brian O'Driscoll sitting on a step outside of some pub at God only knows what time in the morning and it was just saying the Leinster boys had a great night. But no one had any issue with this. This is two weeks before yeah. a match. They've just won a Heineken Cup semi final, go out and enjoy it. That would not happen.
1: Oh, Jesus, in the no. God, it Jeez, I imagine you'd be killed. But I don't know, maybe it's the fact they're professional and I suppose Monday morning they don't have to go up and go to work. Or you know, they probably go, they probably have pools or saunas. They can go sit in for the day and maybe that's sweated off. That might be a bit of it. Like No, it is.
0: But I think, Denise, like if me and you went on a beer together tonight, if we were allowed to go on a <laughs> beer and we went out and murdered as many pints as we yeah. could handle, the difference in you and me is... I'll wake up in the morning dying and I'll go and get a fry. and <laughs> oh then go and <laughs> I, I, won't, I
1: won't be too far behind you. <laughs> <it. laughs>
0: but, but like, if, if you're in the mode, in the train of mode. It's,
1: oh it's yeah, you're you kind of back to it. Maybe Monday or you're kind of a bit, you yeah. know. Whereas
0: but I'd but open you, the fridge and yeah. get a can of Heineken out. Like I'm sure you'd be say, yeah. like that's enough of
1: that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, so anyway, but yeah, no, that's probably it. Look, yeah, I suppose you'd probably be bit shook for the day after but I suppose you're, na- you're nearly always back to training then the following day or, or that you know so you are going to have it blown off you anyway the next couple of days so.
0: And just, just moving away from that like you've been very you've been very lucky and, and I suppose some people would say you've been very unlucky Um, but I, I, I genuinely would say you've been very lucky mm. to have played in the amount of all Ireland finals you've played in regardless of the outcome. Yeah, um, definitely. I can assure you the worst thing than getting beaten in an All Ireland final is getting beaten in an All Ireland semi-finals. Um, like you know the event of the All Ireland final, the bus up in under the stadium, the whole yeah. lot. That's something you get to experience when you get to an All Ireland final in Camogie, The semi-finals are played in say Porky Queen yeah, or in Semple, Semple Stadium. It's it's yeah. it's, it's, it's not it's the same. But... Um, but kind of drawn on on your initial stages with the Kilkenny senior Camogie team. Um, like you come in when you would have come in, it would have been at a I won't say a dark time for Kilkenny Kamogi, but there was there was quite a gap between yeah. drinks we'll say
1: and there was yeah I suppose I would have we actually would have won an intermediate at Ireland in 2008 Um, a lot of us would have been on that team. I think Colette Armour. Colette actually played full forward and scored the winning goal. That's how far back she's after that. After pushing her right away back. (laughs) But, um, like, yeah, I suppose, and then came in in 2009 and we were kind of going between the two. Like, a lot of us were going between intermediate and senior. They were kind of only, I suppose, kind of picking back up at that time. Like, there's probably such a long kind of gap, I suppose, between when they're after winning and... And kind of getting back to a final even, probably. So, I suppose, kind of coming along in 2009, I think, I can't remember who we played in the semi-final. It was on in Nolan Park. And I think that was the first match I ever started in. So, um, so it was. But, yeah, I suppose been lucky enough then kind of kicked on, like... I don't know whether it was a lot of us came in, a lot of us, like, came in from minor together and, like, you wouldn't see it now, I don't think you'd see, like, six or seven people coming in from minor and starting on their senior team, like, in the same year, probably just wouldn't really see it now, but I suppose as we're getting older then, you know, the team kind of developed a bit as we did as well, so... We are luckily enough, like, I know you said, like, obviously losing and everything, but still, I suppose, to get there, like, and to be one of the best teams in the country the last 10 years, like, it's like not Like, you're always, himself. like,
0: in your whole, in your 10, 11, 12 years with Kilkenny, like, yeah. without winning every single All-Ireland, yeah. you're, you're you're always one of three.
1: Yeah, exactly, like, we've probably been the top in the top three, say, for, since... Like I've been there, maybe the first few years when I was there, we probably were, you know, we probably struggled. And Wexford were kind of (coughs) coming along strong then, and then Cork, like so, you know, yeah. Luckily enough, like last ten years, probably have been top three. So, so like,
0: and then like like in that time, like when you when you've lost a couple of All Irelands back to back, Mm. and like there was a few there was a few of the finals that you lost, that I was I was just. Like I, I'd a sick yeah. taste in my out leaving the games. There was there was one game in particular, um, and the referee yeah. was a shambles um, <laughs> oh, so. from from start yeah, to finish. Yeah, that was the car. I think that was the
1: car, first, first, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, first car. Yeah. and like it's something I see quite a bit. Like I don't know, I don't even know how to to put it because I'm not trying to be critical of referees, but there's there's massive inconsistencies, and in that game. Like it actually came to a head. And I remember I was leaving Crow Park and I was really mad. Um, I wasn't as mad that you had been beaten as much as I felt yeah. you had been robbed. Yeah. Um, and then I went on just looking through Twitter and stuff and I seen former players, former grey players, that mm-hmm. some that were connected to Kilkenny and some that were unbiased. And they were all coming in with the same stuff, saying, you know, what in the name of Christ is yeah. going on yeah. here? Like, how do you pick yourself up after something like that? Is that something that you look back on a game like that and say small margins here really did us or you know like for you as a group I'm sure you went back to City West and were devastated or you know but but, yeah. but do you remember what it felt like in that dressing room
1: Ah, uh, to be honest like it's I don't know like all of them seemed kind of the same after I suppose ones you lose but I remember that one it was all the car got free I think the last minute and in fairness, it was a good for you. She talked but it was but a brilliant free. no like I don't know. I don't feel like we probably didn't deserve to win that match either. It's kind of a case that we probably didn't play good. They probably didn't play good, but they just got the rub of the green on the day, like you know. But um yeah, obviously it was disappointing. And then the next year, I think it was a last minute point again. So it was tough, but. um I don't know. That's just sport. Like really into like you do. But, you, 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 like there's probably been, like look at this year. I suppose the ref was probably gave us the rub of the green for once. Like a bit. You yeah. know. So I, 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 yeah. I genuinely
0: thought you were more dominant in the game this year than the scoreboard shown. I think.
1: Yeah. There
0: was. I don't know, Denise. I wasn't playing, <laughs> but like no, for it, you, it, I just it just, just felt, felt
1: like we, yeah, like we weren't that much ahead, but it was like they, we weren't going to lose gear. that match, like yeah, yeah pretty but they, much. So
0: like, one of the lads texts me at half time in the game, um, like, "Oh, we're winning by a point." I think at half time, yeah, they were, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think and so. One of the lads texted me and said, are, "Are Kenny in trouble?" And I said back to him. The Galway players that needed to show up are showing up. Yeah, and I said the Kilkenny players. Now you were included in this. Text, I know. Um, yeah, <laughs> I said I was... Kilkenny players that I haven't seen enough of in the first half that I know have it. Yeah, um, yourself and to a lesser degree, um, and yeah. even I thought like Grace was kind of carrying a, mm. a Trojan work at her herself. Yeah, but I said that there was there was a lot of Kilkenny players that had more, and I said that they'll they'll, they'll yeah, find it and yeah. they'll give it, but I just felt. I don't know. It was like you were in fourth gear, and I just knew that no matter what goal was through with you, you always had another gear to, yeah. to to hurt them with, you know. But yeah,
1: definitely. It's,
0: but just on 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 the, on the losing games, um, and this is something that you'll probably you look back on in ten years' time mm-hmm. when you retire at forty. And Jesus, <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> two years, one. But, <laughs> but, but 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 to say that that losing the games, some for some reason, people always kind of. Look back on the ones they lost, yeah. and especially the ones that they felt they shouldn't have lost. Yeah. Um, but like, what I know, the dressing room itself is a is a disastrous place to be. After it's a devastating place. But you know, who do you look for in them dressing room scenarios, or or who is it that Denise Gall looks for, or does she look within herself? Like what, what your own personal assessment of of, of a beating mm-hmm. in an all around final. Do you look at your own game first, maybe, or do you look at something else or do you talk to your parents or what like what do you do or how, who gets you out of that rut when you're when you're down like that
1: um, I don't know sure, I suppose you have to look at yourself first because like I I think we'd all say that I think the few we lost we probably didn't turn up in, in any of them really so that's probably the most disappointing thing after losing like whether we deserve to win on the day or not, like, we just didn't show up in, in ways that we would have wanted to as well, that's probably the most disappointing, but, yeah, you probably just have to look at your own performance, really, and look, like, in fairness, the parents be good at home, like, as well, so, chat to them about the match, but like, I don't know if, it's, it's hard, like, I don't know what I really dwell on it, obviously, like, coming back, is harder than the next year after the losses, and as they go on and on, but like, probably, like, the, the ones even before 2016, it's like don't even remember anything about them. The matches that we've lost, it's like it, I don't know what makes you cherish the ones you won't won. So but does much it? More. Like people say
0: that to me regularly that you have to win or you have to lose one to understand how important it is to win one. I personally, I prefer not to lose. Yeah,
1: any. no, I don't. I don't <laughs> think. Yeah, I don't think you have to lose. To, like I think whether you win without losing or not, you're gonna
0: you're gonna enjoy. Yeah,
1: it. it's gonna mean the same thing. Like really, but. I don't know, yeah, it's just, it does make you, I suppose, be thankful more so for the one, like, for after, after winning it and that, but, yeah, it's probably, like you said, just something when, when I'm older, maybe, or when I retire, like, like it's funny, I was actually watching, um, what's her name? you're on from Galway, she's on Laker Gale there, Trey's Mars. Yeah, and, and I think she said something about losing three All-Irelands so and I text Katie Power and I was like, Jesus, no man lose six or seven anyway. <laughs> like, And the two of us are having a little skit over and we were like, Jesus, but like, you know, we probably look back and, I suppose when you're finished up and be like, God, we, you know, we probably didn't make the most of of the time we had in terms of winning things and that, but look, you can't you can't take that away from the counties who beat us either. So like,
0: yeah, but it's it's interesting when you say it about that with that the Lochiel program that week with with, with trays. Um, I think one of her nieces is on the yeah
1: she's Sandra yeah. yeah, yeah, Carrie Dolan um, I think yeah.
0: But but when you watched her, like I remember her winning the All Ireland the year that mm. she did win it. Yeah, and when you I said bet it, was she, yeah. that year, as well. <laughs> <laughs> but she she kind of dragged them. Um, and she, like she was getting on I, like, yeah to, I, well like she was, was only about like 32, 32 yeah. or something I yeah. think yeah. when <laughs> they won. <laughs> sorry I don't is care that, what I why is she that but but like it was coming to the stage I think I think she thought it was never going to yeah, happen did, exactly, yeah exactly did it ever happen to you that you thought this was never going to happen
1: um yeah probably I'm sure I did think of it I'm sure Back in the day, like back in 2014 or that, I think we lost 20 to them in 2013 or 2014, and probably at that stage we were still young, like, but still after losing, probably four All Ireland's, like, or that. So, yeah, I suppose probably did every year going back That makes it, did, did it did to go back. like honestly,
0: and I know when you say that, and it's and I believe you when you say it, like, it it gets increasingly harder ah, because it does, yeah. the mountain like, seems like it's getting yeah. taller, does it?
1: To be honest. Even this year, I struggled a lot through, through the league. Like, it was tough going. And, oh, like, a lot of us would say COVID was actually the break we needed from... Like, we've a lot of us have been on the go with 11 years between college, club, county, without probably a'n't greater than a month off, really. So, like, it was nice to have, you know, a full-on break from everything, like... And it probably gave us all back a bit of motivation, and like I'd said before, I loved to go back, and when we did get back playing, that would, to just enjoy it a bit more. And
0: like it's it, it's 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 really interesting the way you say it, uh, Denise, about how COVID may have mm. helped you. Like <coughs> I support Leeds United, and a lot of people <laughs> have said to me that. It was courtesy of COVID of that course, we won the yeah. championship. I can assure you, it wasn't. <laughs> uh, we were running you away with You take it all the
1: same. Yeah, no, no, I didn't care if, 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 if we
0: had to keep COVID for a yeah, while. We're yeah, the Premiership private on Exactly. <laughs> but, 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 the, like the the point that you've made about the COVID scenario, I noticed in, in our club field, and I don't know if it's the same in mind Gap. You mm. you might tell me, but in our, in our own club, where I was training pre-COVID, I'd yeah. have twenty five or twenty six in the field, and since COVID has come in and we were allowed to start training as a group again. I was getting 40 a training every night and 41 oh, yeah. and 42. Yeah. Lads coming out coming of out retirement <laughs> at 40 <laughs> yeah. years of age and I was like I don't know <laughs> if they're trying to, to get have away from probably family. a
1: social aspect I suppose. That's probably the most missed thing especially with clubs like a lot of like a lot of girls anyway and to people would do it like just because it is And have you seen social. that in your own
0: do, do, do you find that that's happening with your own club and happening Oh yeah
1: there's definitely like a lot more people coming back or having an interest again I suppose in how the club is going and that so like it is good and like it, even maybe curtailed some people's travels and they were around to play last year and that. So, like, you know, it probably did do good for the club and, like, everyone was mad to get back because you don't miss something, I suppose, until it's gone, really, so, you know. You realise
0: it, it's, yeah, it's just Yeah, exactly much... And, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: And then, winning the All-Ireland, obviously, this year, um, you had a massive backroom team. Yeah. Um, it's, <laughs> Cork have been doing this for a long time. Ah, yeah, um, yeah. And I'm not like when I say massive, i mean massive in both ways. Number one, the talent in your backroom yeah, team
1: unreal, is yeah. brilliant. Awesome.
0: But you also there was no stone left unturned. Like I mean, I think in fairness to, to Anne and, and Angela yeah. and the lads, they brought in Brian Dowling as a, as a selector and yeah. trainer of the year before. Trainer, wasn't it?
1: yeah, he was. Yeah. Um,
0: and then like Brian would have had a full year to get to know all of exactly. and everything else. Mm. The mantle was passed over to Brian, and then like I like I think. I'm not there so you're gonna clarify these for me. But <laughs> like Tommy Shefflin is, is regarded as probably one of the best coaches in hurling in the country. Oh
1: definitely. He has and to be, yeah. yeah no, like doubt. everyone accepts no, that, doubt, yeah. that this is like, anyone you talk to about him, like I've never heard I was of i actually talking to Murphy there about him one time and he was saying like just top class different level. Oh, he is like but even like I don't know when it's funny, like Tommy like you say he nearly he loves training girls as well because they probably they give as much without probably getting as much recognition like I remember he said it to me about training WIT he trains the Ashburn team down there as well and he said he just loved it like that the girls will be there every night and they don't want that And for being there they don't need a pat on the back like you know so um, oh he's definitely one he's probably the best trainer I've had like no, he's
0: like I can see like you can see it in teams the, the way they play under yeah. him and everything else and I will say um, on the point that Tommy has made there about uh, training women and training girls, hmm. I can honestly tell you what what the one thing I always found about training women, and and, and maybe you'll address this <laughs> is I always found that women would call you out if yeah. if something's wrong or We're probably if, a
1: bit more honest though, I,
0: suppose, yeah, than the, ways, yeah. I don't know is it, like, I don't know if it's because he's have no filter but but I've seen it and I've I've had players come up to me after training and say to me I need you to explain that drill to me and what in the name of God was the purpose of that yeah. And, you know, you're kind of explaining it, and but not in a in a fight way. It's 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 a it's a genuine thing. Oh yeah, just fun
1: to learn, probably um, a bit more. But yeah.
0: the other person that I I did notice, he was I could hear him um, in Parky quive in the <laughs> semi final was Pat O'Neill.
1: Yeah, um, <laughs> probably hear him back in the <laughs> sometimes. But but
0: like he he I t- like I one of the lads said to me is he's done great work with the backs, and I said you know what mm. I said. It's the forwards yeah. that are starting this defending here for Kikeni. I said, yeah. you you know, like the amount of balls you turned over was was that a lot down to what Pat was doing? With I'd you say like
1: it was probably more in training. Like in fairness, he'd be very good now up with the backs, and he'd be always telling them like, oh, to get onto us, like, and just be doing like, you know, like little kind of cute, like cute kind of things in matches, I suppose, and probably toughened us up a bit as well because like. Like we were used to going into training, and you'd m- maybe know who you're going to be marking, and it's not really going to be, do you know, you're not ever going to start fighting with something Like it just wasn't like that. But this year, like it was just kind of you could see it in the backs. I think a lot in the coaching this time. They, yeah, exactly. They just weren't afraid, like to, do you know, and like you need a bit of that aggression as well, like and
0: just. Um, was that was that something that lacks? Because like Denise, I see it sometimes. Like say I'm marking you every yeah. week of training, and what happens is you nearly get into the mode where i let you score four points and then I'm going to block you for four. Now, I'm not letting you score four, <laughs> yeah. do you know what I type of way? But yeah, if but four, you kind of know how
1: each other, like you, me and Claire feel and I'd say we mark each other every night for about three years in training, <laughs> we must have. But like, um, you kind of get to know, I suppose, how someone's playing and like, yeah. I don't know, do you know you kind of know how to play him then a bit but um, it probably doesn't help anyone like you need to be kind of on different types of players and like tall, small do you know strong yeah, like fast, exactly, Like yeah. you do because you don't know when you're going playing a match or who's going to be marking you the
0: and then like like Brian himself um, like I, I haven't been in the dressing room with yeah. Brian but like I, I watched him on the line when he was working as a, as trainer selector um, I, I found him his demeanour and his, his, mm-hmm. his body language suggests to me he's very like Connor feeling and I think Connor was involved yeah. with you for a yeah, while as well down, yeah he would
1: have been down you know
0: he, he, he comes across quite similar to that Brian doesn't strike me as the type of fella that would take paint off the wall in a dressing room um, <laughs> and strip you whereas you know he might be a little bit more astute or tactical what, yeah. what way was Brian's management style, which he obviously was a good one, because yeah, uh, he done the business. Good, yeah. But what, what type I, of style would you would you say it was like?
1: Um, look, I suppose the main thing he probably came in and gave us all a belief, probably not that like we didn't really have before, but it was just kind of to go out with no shackles and like maybe just the way we were playing it kind of allowed us to do that. But like, like you said, like he's not going to. Throw things around the dressing room or that, but like he does get animated now as well. Like, but it's kind of more to get us going than that and you know. Like, even on the I think it was one of the huddles in All Ireland, like you could see it. I think it showed it on the telly, like it's just so passionate and like for wanted it so much for us, like as well. So, oh, he looked like he was gonna cry, little uh, little yeah, yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, he was just brilliant. I think he really just gave us all belief, and especially the younger girls, like. Um, they've probably been a lot of them there a while like even even though they are young like yeah. they're probably never really given a chance or had much faith in them maybe so I think that's why he probably gave a lot of people that he did have faith in, in the girls who were there and like we were missing big, big players but it kind of forced them to kind of pull up their socks and and then, in when them doing that, like when we saw them, trying train and they forced the older girls. To kind of Jesus, like we must have to step it up as well. So,
0: and just just when you say it, because like one of the most poignant pictures that I seen after the All Ireland final, there, there was two that kind of st- stood out to me. I think Anne was on commentary duty yeah, on one of the she radios, was um, and I and I kind of I felt for Anne a little bit that she wasn't there, but then, then at the same time, Anne has done it and, mm. and she's been there and done that. In every way. Yes, yeah, she's she's definitely. managed Kilkenny to, to titles before. And and I would have felt that there was a great sense of pride from Anne in the fact that she was instrumental in bringing Brian yeah. into the fold and plus she would have loved that everyone he Oh, is, so.
1: Exactly, like and Anne probably was there, like she was manager in two thousand and nine and I came into the panel and for a lot of us, like she probably really did bring on the camogie in Kilkenny in so many ways. Like, you know, I suppose she was there so many years and and that so like it was lovely to have her down on the pitch after the match. And, like, she'd be just so happy for... Like, she will not be there and want to, to be in front of the... Can- like, just for a show or whatever. But, like, she genuine, genuinely would have been just, just delighted for, for all of us, like, as well. So
0: And the, the other one um was Katie Power. Yeah. Um, like, poor old Katie had a, had, a, had a terrible year yeah. with injuries and whatnot. And, like, I could see the raw emotion in her face as well. And, like, I remember one of the lads said to me, would that be her upset that she's missing the All-Ireland final and I said mm. I said I, I would imagine this is relief that the girls have won the All-Ireland and maybe in yeah. a couple of months time she'll say yes, I wish I played yeah. but she would all wish like, she played
1: yeah like obviously she would have been missing out and would have loved to be out on the pitch but like do you know I think she was just happy for everyone else as well, obviously. But, like, she's had a tough, such a tough year. It's probably just a mix of a lot of emotions. Everything is just a release like, Yeah, like, you'd <laughs> be fairly emotional anyway, as it is, like... um, So, yeah, it was tough on her. Like, in fairness, she's after having a lot of a lot of bad injuries, like, you know. So, hopefully now she'll be back. This year, uh, maybe. This year.
0: And then, like, I'd spoken to you off air at the start, and it's... it's like I. I I know you're, and don't get me wrong on this one as well now, Denise, it's not about, I'm not on about arrogance, I'm not on about, you know, self-promotion for people, but, like, while we're talking there, a text has come in on the phone, right, to yeah. me, and I know who the text is from, um, and it's Rachel Blackmore.
1: Okay. The jockey,
0: yeah. Jeez. So I sent Rachel a text today yeah. to tell her how proud we all are of her, how brilliant yeah. she is, right? And she texts back there to say, thanks a million, you know, she's on real, and she's yeah. delighted. But, bit of a name drop there yeah. but, but, <laughs> not but, a bad one I no think. but the, the point that we'll say <laughs> to is Rachel is a jockey she's not a woman or a man mm. or anything else yeah. she's a jockey and she's recognised today she's after been crowned the champion jockey at Cheltenham which is
1: yeah, the, yeah. a
0: dream to mm. do she's equaled the only jockey to ever ride more winners in one Festival than Rachel is is Ruby Walsh she's the only jockey ever to ride six winners yeah. at Cheltenham other than Ruby which is
1: Oh, it's, it's, yeah. it's just Melchor, um,
0: know, yeah. unbelievable, right? But my 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 argument on this one is about the Camogie. Like what you've done, and I know this, and it's the truth. Like you went and played in the All Ireland final this year. If there was no COVID, there would have been about thirty thousand people at the All Ireland final. Yeah, I've I've been at All Ireland semi-finals where there's about four thousand people mm. or five thousand people. Like to me they done this whole 2020 thing if you can't see her you can't be her yeah, um, yeah. and it was <laughs> timing was terrible because COVID kicked in yeah. <laughs> three months so I'm hoping they'll give it another shot but like what do we need to do like there's, there's, there's and I don't mean the little girls at home yeah. and the little boys at home I'm on about sport as it stands like I don't believe you get the recognition you deserve like what did you win for winning the players player of the year what, what was your prize involved in that title or is it just the name and a trophy
1: Um, I know I actually got a got a bit of money I suppose off the WGPA because I, mean, I won it in 2016 and they gave, they gave us flights like to
0: Dubai or somewhere
1: to Amer- I think it was just Aer Lingus uh, voucher yeah. so, so they obviously text or email the tree, the intermediate and the junior winner and said obviously they're not going to give us flights so they gave us a monetary which is lovely which yeah. is nice like, to get as well but yeah other than that I suppose it's just the trophies really And, but, but and when uh, you look
0: at the, the, the male side of the game um, like you train as hard mm-hmm. and as often you put in as much effort but I don't see too many camogie players driving around in sponsor cars. I don't see too yeah. many camogie players um, that are after getting soft jobs to keep themselves... And like I'm going to say this. The Dublin senior football team, there's your example. That's yeah. what we all should aim for. <laughs> yeah. I'd like you to show me the block layer on the Dublin senior football team or the farmer oh, that's out yeah. I'd say
1: any team you'd be struggling. Yeah, but, and Even farmers,
0: you know They yeah. don't do it because no. like manual labour, they yeah. physically can't commit. Like, Do we need... Does the Komorgy Association need to to sell us a little bit better and I don't mean this in in a negative way I, the, the one I look at best the the, the, the ladies football is going well hmm. but I've looked at, and I've only started looking at it because they, they've Coruscant and Orlo Dwyer a few of yeah. the girls went out to Australia Yeah uh,
1: the Aussie rules yeah they bloody hell do they, they
0: really promote god. it like this is a sport As they
1: do it's brilliant they're yeah, they fairness, yeah. um,
0: and rightly so have you watched some of the games
1: oh, I have yeah Jesus <laughs> I wouldn't be going over anyway you wouldn't
0: Jesus. give it a shot no oh
1: my god I'd say I'd be broke up but,
0: <laughs> but like like I and I know and I don't mean this, like again about self promotion for yourself. But like, I'm sure you want to play in front of eighty thousand people. I'm sure you'd love to see a scenario where Komogi yeah. could attract that type of an attendance. Like, what is it that the GEA need to do?
1: I don't. Know. It's a tough question. I don't know. I I won't know the answer to it now. But yeah. I suppose like the ladies' football is good. It's all like it's nearly always on the weekend, just because it's on Tina G. I suppose like no matter if it's a junior match, or, you know there's always some something on the weekend of it, which is probably good, but. I don't know, the Camogie is probably just a step behind them in ways. Like, you'd even see, like, the ads on the telly now with the uh, Lidl and stuff, and it's great, like, and obviously their names are getting out there a bit more with the AFL and that, but I don't know, it's it's, it's a tough question. I, I, I don't know, like, and maybe it just takes, like, yeah, I don't know, it's hard. I was going to say maybe it takes in Kilkenny to... Be winning stuff, and then you're kind of, I suppose, you're getting a bit more recognised. You're but that's not going to happen nads. in every county. Like, yeah, and like maybe when Wexford were going bit good, like they were seen to be gods down in Wexford, though. Apparently, like the women were, but probably because the hurlers weren't really going as well. No, no, as well, you know. Each, so yeah, yeah. it's probably like when you're from a strong hurling county, I suppose people are always going to go to hurling matches instead of camogie maybe or do you know they're going to have more an interest I suppose but
0: if you took if you took the two bodies like mm. I, I, I'm sure you're well aware of this but like there was an incident last year with the ladies football yeah um, the the All-Ireland semi-final wasn't it There's yeah no it was pitch. down
1: in Limerick yeah wasn't that it? yeah
0: like this is an All-Ireland yeah, semi-final
1: yeah it's mental it happens like it is yeah and I
0: don't know if you if you remember this this happened with us um, and yourselves as well Kilkenny and Waterford drew in an All-Ireland semi-final and the replay was played in Semple Stadium oh, um, yeah. Kilkenny and Waterford in the men's drew yeah, and it formed part of a triple header so oh, Wexford yeah, played yeah. Cork that morning at half 12 and it went to extra time yeah, I and actually, played, yeah, we Galway, played and that went extra time and there was actually a right
1: crowd in then for the <coughs> extra, for time, extra time it probably helped us a bit yeah it might have
0: helped G, but yeah. we played three hours earlier and yeah. there was about 45 <laughs> people in Semper Stadium. Yeah. Like, funny, uh, yeah. the, the reason I was, like, I was really annoyed about it because the semi-finals were fixed for Nolan Park mm. and the TV cameras were going to be in Nolan Park to show both semi-finals live on TV. Yeah. But because the men's game had been changed, RTE, because it cost less, said, just bring the two camogie all semifinals semi-finals to Semper yeah. Stadium. Semper Stadium is like, a very different pitch. The
1: camogie is kind of driven, not like, kind of has to go with RT, you know, because obviously they want to get get out there. So, like They're not going to turn around and say, no, like, we'll go to... You know, they want to have it on telly as well. So, yeah, it's, it is... It's
0: but it's it's just when you make a switch, like something like that, and, I, and I'll put you back on the Wexford one. Wexford played... The Wexford senior hurling team played in Wexford Park and the Camogie team were allowed to play before them. Yeah. Aloud, and allowed, and i make that point. Yeah. Um, whatever the day happened, we were allowed to play before it. And I remember it was a tight enough game um, I'm going to say it was against Clare or, or Markham Clare is it Markham that Markham girl was playing on the oh, forwards oh
1: awfully awfully, it awfully.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. and I remember in the last 10 or 15 minutes of that match Wexford Park was absolutely mm. rammed there was about 20,000 people yeah. crushed into it and we were probably a point down and that stadium started rocking and yeah. roaring them on and we ran away with the game and I'd say if we'd have been let, let on there for under 10 minutes we'd have Ew. murdered them <laughs> but <coughs> the buzz that the, the, the team got from playing in front of that crowd and then the lads came out and played their match but a couple of months afterwards we looked to get a championship match played in Wexford Park and we were told that we couldn't uh, because the men were playing at, at 5 o'clock and they were going to have a junior yeah. hurling final on before yeah, it yeah. so we ended up playing in front of and, and like, this is this is where I the bugbear they were fixing the camogie matches at the same day the same, yeah, so that's Kilkenny the are playing Cork in Nolan Park at the same time mm. as the Kenny senior hurlers are playing in Crow Park against Limerick yeah. and like, would it would it not make more sense, Denise, to join up the two associations? In some ways, like imagine having the Camogie All Ireland Final on the same day as the All Ireland Hurling Final. Yeah. Um, now I know the tickets might be an issue, and but what would you think of something like that?
1: Yeah, obviously, I think there's definitely ways that um, that would be helpful. Like a lot with pitches, like even training, and like sometimes it is like looking for pitches under lights, like, is a big issue, like, for a lot of, lot of teams as well, and, like, even county teams, like, that's that's just a basic thing, you shouldn't be struggling to get a pitch, like, you know, so, um, there definitely is ways like that, I think, that it would be beneficial, probably as a whole, really, it would be beneficial for them all, like you said, like, even the mix-up with the ladies' football and that, like, shouldn't be happening, no matter who, what it is, or who it is, like, um, so, yeah, it's probably, probably, I suppose, yeah, it's like... They had it before, before the hurling. like could be on or you. I suppose if if your county was in both, but um, yeah, it's hard. It's hard to know how it'll go or whether like there's a lot of talk about it now. I suppose like and with the I suppose the GPAs and WGPA giant and maybe they'll work a bit towards. But see, it's, it's just it, like it's hard to know though if the Camogie Association or if the ladies football want to give up their. But see, this status is the problem. Leader, it's it's like, a kind you know?
0: of a, it's it's a it's a. Bureaucratic decision, in the mm. sense, that the officers don't want to give yeah, up any power. That's it. Um, they
1: they want their own recognition. I suppose, like that, they are different. Like there is a danger though.
0: that if you did join up all the associations, that you'd be the poor cousin. Whether it's the ladies' football yeah. or, the, or, or the Camogie, that the the men's game would get everything. But yeah. I just think like there's certain things, and in fairness to the WGPA, the way isn't yeah it the WG like they've started. And in fairness to them They've started to make sure That Mm -mm. certain things are happening Exactly yeah Like I've seen Camogie teams Playing county matches And there's not food After the game for them I've seen Imagine training In the same county grounds As your county team The females are training there And the males are training there And your training session finishes And you walk into Dressing room A and get togged in and get back in your car and drive to Dublin while the men's team go into dressing room B and get served chicken curries and rice and the whole lot and it's all served to them but you can smell the chicken curry but you can't have it. Um, Like, these gaps... You know, they have to be closed, like it's not right.
1: Yeah, I know they do, and fairness it is after getting a lot better, like the last couple of years, like it is. You'd you'd notice you'd be getting a lot more and like even little things like mileage from for girls, like it's do you know what is. I just see that article about Ali Toomey there from Dublin and I think she spent she said she spends a hundred tour on toll. On toll fees, she lives out in Lucan, I think. So to go into train and spends a hundred euro on toll fees alone, like <laughs> so, like obviously she's only in Dublin, but like there be girls travelling down, I suppose, from Dublin to Kilkenny or to even to Cork or wherever, and like it's probably it's a big expense, like diesel as well, and it's just something smaller you could probably. Get given back. I know that WGP do give out grants and stuff to county teams as well, so it's probably a lot of it, like maybe physios and stuff like that. So it is after would you, would
0: you better. Find, like, like like you're 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 in the home of the All ireland Champions. you you're you're lucky you've a manager in Brian Dowling yeah. who I would say is meticulous in what he, yeah, what yeah, he does. Definitely. And, and uh, yeah. Sheila as your chairperson Yeah, is, they're all brilliant, yeah. In um, and 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 in fairness, like you'll find that in every county. They're all doing their best.
1: Ah, they are. Like that's it. You can't ever say I'm bad because they're all volunteers. When it comes to camogie, like associate, like do you know, all your county chair people and everything. Like m- my mother worked worked in it for years. Like she was involved doing fixtures and stuff, and like she's still be kind of involved. And like they are all there for the love of it. At the end of the day, like. It's not for them to be making any money or getting out
0: of it. So like, see, and, and this is the thing—they're all just
1: doing their best, I suppose, and it's no, kind up come, to the like, higher powers into to turn them all like, together. Like. like,
0: the problem though is, and I, and I'm not like I'm not having, and I know you're yeah. not either. We're not, we're not. But I'm, what I'm on about I is, know. like, when you get a big sponsor coming in, like Kilkenny are very lucky with with Gambia, yeah,
1: absolutely, um, yeah.
0: They're a super sponsor and they look after them. Um, in Dublin, AIG, yeah. Like, oh yeah, Make your eyes water like, now fairness, when you see yeah. the money that's been yeah. put into Dublin GEA. Um, but that's with AIG. In fairness to them, insisted that a certain amount of money, I believe, was filtered into the football and the Camogie as well. Yeah. If you know what I mean, that they, um, they, they yeah. looked after. Um, but like, if the, if the, if all the bodies joined together, and then when you got a title sponsor for a county team, like, and and, I, and, I, and I'm, I'm telling you now. It's okay, AIG are sponsoring um, Dublin and Glambeer with yourselves, but if you look oh, at an awful counties, lot of the county teams, yeah. the male team is sponsored by a completely different oh, sponsor yeah, yeah, than, them, than yeah. the female team. But if 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 all the associations came together and worked together, surely it'd make more sense. To, yeah, you know, yeah, to pull everyone know, in yeah, and, and do the sponsorship side of things. And suppose whatnot. I say
1: like a lot of teams are kind of sponsored. Uh, maybe it's just a, a tag on the jersey more than that and like you know you'd be wondering how much they're really getting out of it for the camogie or the ladies football say but um, yeah you'd be blessed to be I suppose from we're lucky enough, like we're having more and that they're good to us, but like still, it doesn't stop us from having to do our own bit of fundraising before all Irelands and that, and that's probably the biggest difference. Like you're never, I don't know, like I I wouldn't say the lads would be going to businesses asking them for, for a couple of hundred euro or fifty euro here and there, and just to I suppose get a bus up or to get a banquet after the after the match, like do you know, so that's probably. And again, yeah, it'd be better. Like,
0: see if the, if the t- like in fairness, like I Personally, I, when I've seen different things on Facebook to support the Kilkenny yeah. Camote team straight away, I text Martin Quilty and said, look, you know, put, yeah, put, yeah. put me down for this or put exactly, me down for that. Yeah. But I just think that, like, the supporters club are there and in fairness to them, they're wonderful mm. for the Kilkenny Senior Hurlers. And I know they got yeah. involved a bit this year for the Commodity yeah, as well. Yeah. But again, if they were all mixed, if everybody That's was working it. off the same It's kind of the, the
1: shared pot, benefits, I suppose, from, from being the one association or that. But... Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Will it ever change? Or probably be retired when it does anyway. But hopefully, like
0: it. And Denise, because I'm going to wrap up, I don't want to keep you yeah. hostage here forever. I'm sure you're <laughs> eager to get away from me before you end up having to jump over that game. But, <laughs> but if, 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 if it was to ask you, kind of, we're obviously in a tough time with lockdown and whatnot at the moment. Everyone's finding it very mm. tough, and I'm sure you are yourself. But kind of looking at it from your own perspective and whatnot, like, over the next couple of months we're going to get back training and whatnot. Like, if you if 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 you were looking at this season's kind of targets for yourselves with the team yeah. and, and with your club, um, you know, what what way would you like to see this season coming out? Like, I mean, obviously I know you're going to want to retain the All Ireland title. Um the, the question I'm asking you is on a different kind of side of it, is if you were allowed to make the decision yourself, what way would the structure be when we come back? Will we come back with club? championships first or will we come back with county championships first or what do you think would be the easiest one for you personally like
1: um I like probably club first to be honest but maybe it's just because it worked so well last year like um I think there's a big issue especially with girls probably more so minor age with clubs of dropout and that's what you'd be... Like, you know, if you have a small club and you have a few girls there and they don't know whether they're going to come back or they're not, like... You probably want to get them back and under age, that age. Like, it is it is very important. Um. So, yeah, probably to get the club back and I suppose you're kind of in with the club then and, you know... You, you kind of takes your mind off the county as well, so you're iron to go back then and get in with the county. But I don't know, like, really, then if they could, it depends, like, if they could do a bit of a league for the county and then go back to the club and then go back county, that would probably be my preferred preferred option because you'd be in some way good going back to your club then, I suppose, <laughs> as well. You <laughs> be you'd be at a bit of an age, yeah, but I, I don't know, I don't know, it just depends, I suppose, how soon they're hoping to get back or. But um, I think a lot of people would say probably club first and it probably worked out well last year. They probably, like I said before, probably gave us all back a bit of a love, like, you know, going out with the club. And it was probably the first time in a long time since I started playing county that I had, like, a good period with the club and, like, probably got to know a lot of the girls, like, who were younger than me. Maybe I wouldn't have been friendly with from the club and that. So it was nice, like, to kind of get the time with them. And even... Like we were lucky enough to have three three of us on the county team and like the girls would have said, like it was massive for them to have us to be at training as well and like do you know, like we weren't afraid of showing the manager a few drills and stuff that we'd be doing inside as well. So it benefits the club, like as well having the county people there, I suppose, from Big the time. start, like definitely. So it'd be nice, like I suppose either way you do it, you'll have that. I suppose that's one kind of benefit from it all, that you are going to have Probably a split like season, really, from it. So, um, yeah, it's hard to know. We'll settle for any of them. No, we'll settle for anything at the moment. We will. So, Uh, sure, please God. No. Look,
0: Denise, thanks a million for being very open and honest. And from from everybody, I said it to you the last day I spoke to you, we, we couldn't be proud of the achievements yeah. that you've done yeah, this year really. and, and you personally as well I know you're uh, quite coy and modest but mm-hmm. to win the players player of the year is, is a serious accolade so from everybody here that's absolutely brilliant yeah, no, and thanks, thanks a for chatting we to really you
1: today no thanks, thanks and really.
0: that's where I leave it for today on the Clash Act and I'll be back to you next week with another very big international guest joining us next week so we should have a bit of fun with that so I'm going to leave it there